I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Friday and welcome to another, yeah, another, Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast. With me, your host with the Alice Band and the long hair and the, well, the sort of Bradley Cooper look. Not my words, the words. Yeah, actually, my words. Anyway, we start on White and Sawyer. Well, actually, Matt DeFace and O'Neill, but he doesn't have the same ring. The show runs from 10am to 1pm weekdays. And after Gareth Bale was left out of Real Madrid's 24-man squad for the Champions League last 16-second tie against Manchester City tonight. Blimey, that was a mouthful. Former Portsmouth midfielder Gary O'Neill says he always wanted to play first-team football and thinks Bale is likely to be the same. Although, that might not be the case. I was a nightmare for managers if I wasn't playing. You know, I, I would I would drive them mad. I mean, Harry would tell you, if you spoke to Harry, it would be, Gaffer, I'm not playing, I need to go on loan. And Harry's like, well, no, no, you're still a part of it here. And I'm like, no, 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 I need to play, I need to play. So th- th- there's different ways of dealing with it. Gareth Bale's situation is obviously extremely different to my, what mine was. But I think no matter what he says in public and no matter what maybe what his agents say, Gareth Bale wants to play football. He's just trying to find the right way to go about it without without costing himself loads of money and probably without giving in to Real Madrid. People will say that the pay packet doesn't matter because he's been paid enough already, but he, he is still due another whatever million it is and, and he won't want to give up all of that. I mean, no, nobody would. People, people will phone in, I'm sure, and say he's got enough. Surely he can just write all of it off. But he's not going to make a decision that that is going to cost him and his family eighty million quid or whatever it is. He just isn't. So I I think they they will come to some sort of arrangement. But but Gareth Bale has, has earned the right. He's earned that contract at Real Madrid because in football I've spoken to Simon Jordan about this. You you earn your contract before you get it. So what you've done at Spurs gets you your contract at Real Madrid. So so he's earned that contract. And he will do what he sees right. I, I, I would love to see him go and play because I think he's got so much left in him. I think it'll be great for Wales as well because obviously they've got Euros and stuff coming up. Now, staying with that game, the City boss, Pep Guardiola. Or Guardiola, no one really knows or cares. Anyway, he's been speaking to the press ahead of his side's clash with Real Madrid tonight. Pep, of course, was asked about the significance of the game against Los Blancos with his own Barcelona connections. Or as Andy Brassel would say from the Transgroup Express, Sunday nights from 9pm, Barcelona. fact I play against Real Madrid or no play against Real Madrid, I will be always Barcelona supporter. It's a club when I grew up and uh, gave me part of uh, who I am. But uh, when I was with Bayern Munich, I played against Real Madrid or against Barcelona, I want to beat them. I play against Barcelona, I want to beat them. I didn't do it. So nothing special, honestly. It's just because I want for the for our players, for our club to go to the next step. That is what I want. 
I don't lose concentration and focus on these kind of things and focus what you have to do as a team to beat Real Madrid. And Don McGuinness will have updates on that game tonight on TalkSport. Now, this is The Breakfast Show with Max Rushton, Ali McQuist and the former Spurs man Jamie O'Hara reflecting on the news that Arsenal have made 55 non-playing members of staff redundant. This is the take of Jamie O'Hara. People are going out of business, people are struggling. So if you're going to make people redundant to keep your business afloat, that's fair enough. It has to reflect then on the wages that you're going to offer out for for the team. Now, the problem I've got with it is that footballers are still in their own little bubble and everyone else in the world is getting affected by it and everyone else is struggling and everyone's having to think about how do we keep our business afloat, where's the money coming in and what job am I going to take if I get made redundant? Footballers are still demanding 350 grand a week. Mm. And nothing's changed. And it's gone back to the same old thing with, you know, you're seeing players go for 40 million, you're talking about 70 million for Grealish, you're talking about 100 million for Sancho. It hasn't changed at all. But everyone else has been affected by it. If you have to lay people off, that's fine because business is struggling at the minute and that's not an easy decision to make. But then reflect it in the fact that you don't offer Aubameyang another 100 grand a week. More or less a big on go, no matter what way you look at it, in, in my opinion. I don't think you can defend it. You, you really can't. How can you? I mean, and I think the, the majority of Arsenal supporters would agree with that. You, it's, it's indefensible to think that, for example, that scout that we're talking about, I don't know how long, just say, for example, he's been, somebody's been at a club for 30, 35 years. They are the fabric of the club. Um, the greatest respect, players come and go. Morally, guys, I, I think it's a, a, it's an own goal. I understand the dilemma, you know, particularly Teta, you know, things have started well for him. He'll want to strengthen his team, strengthen his squad, whether it's bring William in, you've got to keep Obama young, I get that, I get that. But you tell me how that possibly can be morally right if you're offering somebody perhaps another hundred grand a week and somebody that's maybe on, mm-hmm. I don't know, 200 pound a week is getting, getting the sack. <laughs> Now, after last night's Europa League action, saw Rangers take on Leverkusen and Wolves play Olympiacos, both, of course, on the TalkSport network. This was the fallout on Andy Goldstein's sports bar with JJB and JC in the house. What a big moment this is for Raul Jimenez. Chance to give Wolves the aggregate lead. Stands on the edge of the penalty area. Takes a couple of steps to his left-hand side and then just side-foots the ball past the goalkeeper who went the wrong way. What a start for Wolverhampton Wanderers. Back towards the edge of the box. Right-footed effort deflects in. 1-1. There's the away goal. Yeah, the VAR, who's uh, Pavel Gil, is checking it. Oh, it's disallowed. Wow. It's disallowed. The VAR has had a long, long, look at it. I don't want Wolves winning the Europa League. Okay, It's quite simple. It's not difficult for me to, to explain this or people should be able to understand it. If Wolves were to win this competition, it puts them in a, in a very different position as a threat to my club Chelsea. They hold on to, to, to a lot of their play. They hold on to their manager. Who, who knows what might happen between now and the start of the season. Football's a, an industry that things can change. Their not only that, it puts them in a position where they they have, they have I would say deep pockets, not the deepest, but they have pockets. You know, they, they can go out and... And they have and, connections as well. Right, they can imagine that what Wolves might look like next season if they were to win the Europa League and have Champions League football. I don't want to see that, Wolves. And as an Arsenal fan, neither should you, because they are a threat to the top six, Okay, They didn't quite make it this year. They finished seventh. Any Spurs fan listening to this shouldn't want them. Any any Everton fan. Do you know what? Any fan of a side in the Premier League that Wolves can actually 
Potentially overtake or threaten. Mm. So that my, my argument is quite simple. I don't want, I want Wolves out of it. I want Man United out of it. And as soon as they are, the better for me. It's as simple as that. Now, Tom, the producer of this podcast, writes these links whilst I'm on the Drive Time show, as I was yesterday with Darren Goff. So this link just simply says, this is Drive with me and Goffy, lazy production values. Two sit-ons and two normal ones. <laughs> you know, at this end, it sounded like you said four when I asked you how many lawnmowers you got. I've got four. Why have you got two sit-ons? Why two is si- one not enough? Well, one um, is, is I've had a while. Uh, it's my favourite. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Should we do top five sit-on lawnmowers? <laughs> no, no, no listen. No, no, there's a reason for it. One's uh, an absolute belter. Uh, love it to bits. Yeah. Um, it's been with me a long, long time. Have you got it's a name part, for it? It's part of the family. Lawnmower one. Oh, not like Beryl or something? No, can, no, no. Can no. we ask people to send in requests for what you should call it and then we can give it that name? Can we do and that? then I got one of these, um, it's a McCulloch, but it's too, it's fast. Any it's too fast. Will work. No, no, it's, but it's too fast, mate. It's absolutely rapid. So it just goes too quick. And, and the lady who comes and does it now and again, she crashed it about four times into everything in the garden. So I banned her from using it. And that's the one that won't start at the minute. All oh, right, okay. But and then I've got that, normal push ones. So yeah. you're, da- you're down to just three lawnmowers at the moment? Just three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Back now to breakfast. And here's Max, the Chancellor I won a competition, Rushton, with a story of how we... Pro- oh, it's so boring. Oh, it's so boring, this one. If you want to fast forward it, you can, of how he proposed to his wife. Oh, it was on a crossword. How romantic's that? I proposed using the Guardian Quick quick Crossword. Uh, no. By, this is before I worked there. I got in touch with whoever wrote the crosswords. Yeah. And I said, look, I just want to propose... We do the, we do the quick crossword in the, in every morning in the cafe together. I said, look, can you just sort it out? I emailed Hugh, at, uh, uh, and who make, writes the crosswords, and he said, yeah, it shouldn't be a problem. But he didn't tell me when. And then about four months later, he just emailed me, went, it's in on Saturday. And I was like, oh, God. So, <laughs> so, so the clue, and I just wanted Jamie, right, with the French spelling, so yeah. like, I like in French, will you marry me? I want those two clues. But he did the letters of her name down the left. So, like, five clues going across. And then will you marry me was, like, 15 down. And so I had to get the paper, open it, <clears> and then work out that and I knew the clues. And figure out the clues. <laughs> and she was doing the other clues. Now, the Arsenal forward Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang has entered the final year of his contract and has been linked with Barcelona, Real Madrid and Manchester United. European expert Andy Brassel told Matt Laface and O'Neill that even though Aubameyang would make a good signing for a top European club, he expects him to stay at Arsenal. I wonder if what plays in Arsenal's favour is if the market out there for Aubameyang is, is not as much as he might hope. Lest we forget... He and Lacazette both ended up at Arsenal in the first place is because other options weren't available to them and other options that they hoped would have been on the table weren't available. So it's it's very different in the case of Lacazette, of course, because Atletico Madrid were hit with that transfer ban. So it it, it left Arsenal as as, as the second option, really. Uh, But with Aubameyang, uh, when he was at Dortmund, he, he never stopped talking about how his granddad was a big Real Madrid fan and he really wanted to go there. And that that's not a move that's on the table for him. I think Barcelona are going to struggle to get anyone of that sort of profile in while they've got their current wage bill. There's mm. so many players who they want to get rid of at the moment. 
And, you know, it's, it's a buyer's market out there. It's going to be tough for them. And a lot of big clubs, I think Real Madrid are, are in the same bracket to a certain extent in that they've got lots of sort of squad players, including Gareth Bale, who they would like to get rid of. But how do you get people in this market to take people on those sort of wages? Time now to check in with Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show one more time with England cricket legend Darren Goff reviewing the second day's play in the cricket after Pakistan were bowled out for 326. But of course, the home side struggled. Losing wickets late on in the evening. I know that because I was watching it happen. What he's trying to do, Ben Stokes, because he was so successful in England last time, Abbas, he's, he's basically thinking to him, he's not that quick. He's going to seam the ball around. Um, I've got to get as close to him as I possibly can. So he's standing out of his crease and then he's going forward to him. But on that one, because he was on the move, that's why he ended up getting bowled because he was technically, he wasn't covering his stumps. He just held its line from round the wicket. Bang. What a great delivery. But it didn't work. What he was trying to do is try and get closer to him as he possibly can. And he was walking and moving as the ball pitched. And that's why he was all over the shop. Mm. Great bit of bowling. But they're a good bowling attack, these lads. I mean, Shaheen, uh, a free deer, bowling really quick, left arm over the wicket, testing Joe Root's technique, especially the ball swinging back into him. And Abbas, like I say, is one of those bowlers that just puts the ball in the right areas. He's not really a swing bowler. Like Jimmy Anderson, he's more of a broader seam bowler. Similar pace as well. And there will be updates throughout the day with John Norman from 11am. Now, the former Wolves and Spurs midfielder Jamie O'Hara caused quite a stir earlier this week on TalkSport alongside me as he branded the Bournemouth job a better opportunity than managing a Scottish side called Rangers. <laughs> Gers forward, Jermaine Defoe, has now had his say on the debate, telling TalkSport's David Tanner that O'Hara's comments were laughable. No, I actually know Jamie O'Hara. Um, he's, he's that sort of character. He's not shy. To be honest, to be totally honest, when I saw it, I sort of like laughed. Someone, someone showed me it. Saying, I, I just couldn't believe it. I think Jamie, why say that? Because obviously, because I know him. Why would you say that? But I hope he. <laughs> I, I listened to Andy McCoy. So what he said it was quite funny. To be honest, in that. But I hope after um, he probably realised what he said. Um, but obviously, it's a difficult one for me because obviously I play for Bournemouth. But let's be honest. I mean, everyone will say that. You know, there's no comparison. The size of this football club, you know, it's, it's a massive football club with an unbelievable fan base. Um, but I shouldn't, you know, it's, 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 it's laughable. What he said was laughable. And this is Jamie. I think Bournemouth are a bigger side than AC Milan and Real Madrid and Barcelona. O'Hara digging an even bigger hole for himself with Ali McCoist. I never said that Rangers are bigger than Bournemouth. I okay. did say as okay. a job, yeah. As an opportunity, yeah. it's a better job. Seriously, you sound as though you haven't learned your lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, you haven't. But I'll tell you what, honestly, goodness, I knew, I knew that your phone would absolutely explode. It lit up, <laughs> mate. It lit up. I had someone, I had someone from a newspaper phone me, and he, he had a Scottish <laughs> accent. And soon as he, as soon as I answered the phone, I put it straight Are you down. Serious? Yeah, yeah, he was phoning me up saying, what, "Oh, the Daily Record." He wanted, yeah, and the they day. wanted to have an interview, and I went, "Not interested." Phone off. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my family, you know, in 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 Northern Ireland, are, are Celtic fans, you know. So okay, okay that's fine. So it's, it, it, I'd have to say so you Celtic. Are, so basically, uh -huh. what you were saying about Bournemouth came from a historical. <laughs> 
it just it, it came basically you, 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 you've got an agenda against Rangers no absolutely no agenda whatsoever I just knew that Ali McCoyst would jump straight down my throat and, and, and try and defend his team he said Juventus oh. are not as big as Rangers no, I and I was hang getting on. stick no, no, hang on a second Did and he no, come out with no. so many Max. statements hang Max. on a second Alistair Alistair now no. seriously no. Max yes I know the old lady of Italy yes, good. is bigger than most. All right. right? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. I know my place. But keep going, Ham. <laughs> you can't <laughs> just say keep going for him. <laughs> yes. no, I've, got be, I've got to be fair here. I'll ask no, him a question Max, because he no, didn't, Ali don't. didn't do it in England. He went to Sunderland and he flopped and he went back to Scotland. So if he had the opportunity to sign for Bournemouth now, he would take it. He would take it and, and, and run. By the way, I was, you're right, I was hopeless in England and I was, st- <laughs> and I was still better than you in England. <laughs> Well, that's it for another podcast. With you. Thanks so much for listening to the Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcast. You can, of course, listen to us on the TalkSport app, or, of course, we're still available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Acast, or wherever you get your podcasts from. But if you add the TalkSport app to your phone, you can listen to all the podcasts, plus all of your favourite radio shows as well, which, of course, will be just mine. A reminder, we have live commentary on TalkSport tonight from 8pm. It's Juventus against Lyon. That's the Champions League last 16 second leg. You can hear that on TalkSport 2. And tomorrow you can hear live comms from 8pm of Bayern Munich against Chelsea. Come on the Munich, also in the Champions League last 16 second leg. And finally, there's a look back at Wimbledon's incredible FA Cup victory way back in 1988 on this channel with Danny Kelly, your host on Sunday morning. I'm back on Sunday for the trans Express and then on Monday for more drive time show fun. Until then, have a great weekend. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. 